0: Reached the Wearman <laughs> Podcast podcast episode four. Episode four. We're now out of the prequels. Yeah, congratulations! Uh, if you listen to podcast three, we promised real big things for this one, and you're gonna get it. <laughs> yeah So Which thanks is- for sticking with us. Uh, before we go into it, we're not gonna have a um, uh, precast. Is that what we called it? I thought we were precap. I have a precap. We do have a precap. Should I go into the the thing I want to say before the pre-cap? Yeah. Pre-pre-cap. Pre-pre-cap. All right. We don't have a sponsor for this episode either. We are recording this uh, third week of January. It's the twenty-first. Yep. Yeah. And we had the uh, we had to suffer the loss of a of an acting legend, mm-hmm. a posthumous ghost. Sir Alan Rickman it's Definitely a sir Um, yeah I don't know why he wasn't a real sir a, a life sir Yeah, let's not say real sir But a life sir A life sir, a living yeah. sir He's a ghost sir You in fucked our up,
1: books. Queen Elizabeth II?
0: Didn't yeah. know anymore But, uh, yeah So this podcast is dedicated to you, Rickman To the Ricks uh, We've enjoyed your, your films mm-hmm. Other than Harry Potter and Die Hard um, Or what other good movies? Dogma you had a good cameo in Dogma. Uh huh. Um, Voice of God. You're in a movie called Bottle Shock.
1: You you definitely so just made that up. No,
0: it, I found out on Netflix. It's about a, it's about a wine connoisseur or a wine. Um, so sideways. Sommelier. I don't know. Is that the term? I believe it, I believe the country is pronounced Somalia. Somalia. <laughs> He's a wine Somalia and he creates in the '70s one of the first contests of um, wine tasting that puts California wine on the map. Because before that, everyone was just like, ah, Americans can make wine, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was French. It was I don't know French I and t- Italian. Yeah, it good. Just, but they just, you know, they hated America. They thought, we mm-hmm. didn't we didn't have what it takes to squish some grapes. And we we showed them. <laughs> As we always do. Yeah, and you know, this wasn't Alan Rickman's, like, you didn't direct this movie or write it, but... Thank you for that movie anyway, Alan Rickman. And, and Galaxy Quest. People like it Galaxy. Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Underrated movie. I guess. Weird, weird movie. Not th- the best, It has but... Tim Allen in it. I don't like it. Apparently, um... Tony Shalhoub's character was supposed to be just, like, really high the entire time. Really? But if, since it was more or less, like, a kids-directed movie, it yeah kind of edited his scenes so it just makes no sense he's just he's a really weird
1: character everyone's like oh it's Tony Shalhoub playing Tony Shalhoub yes, yeah but if you see the director's cut or something get there's a director's the, cut of guys. there's Quest. no director's cut <laughs> but if there
0: was Tony Shalhoub's character would make a little more sense
1: um, that's good to know I
0: guess yeah any other Alan Rickman movies that come to mind Love Actually although he was still haven't seen that Ooh, yeah. Well, you can only watch it during the holidays. That's, so. that's exactly why I was losing. So next window. time, yeah, yeah. I was watching the Peanuts. Yeah, they didn't uh, they didn't die at the right time for you to watch them. Actually, I right, might have to cut that out. That's fucked up, that's Cal. Really <laughs> fucked up. Anyways, we miss you, Ricks. We miss you, Ally Ricks. Danny Ricks. Rest in peace, you ghost knight. And other than that, yeah, we have no commercial breaks. So. This is just going to be another you know, off-the-cuff, yeah. full podcast, no commercials, but we don't have to answer to any corporate sponsors. We don't need to talk about what crazy, uh, what beautiful products
1: yeah. people have coming out this yeah. year. It's just us. Suck it, corporate America. Yeah. We don't have to put on blazers to do this podcast, but you know what? We did anyway. We did. We are wearing we blazers. You might
0: even put a picture on Facebook to prove it. You don't need to
1: prove it. But we, might. we should we should buy um werewolf masks and like all of our pictures from like now until I don't know 2017 should just be us in werewolf masks.
0: We should take a picture
1: of us um for each podcast.
0: Oh, we could, just we we could like Photoshop different...
1: wolf heads. I can yeah. do that. And by Photoshop I mean like Microsoft Paint.
0: Yeah. And, and then for this episode it'll be us and then the body of a werewolf next to us, but his face mm-hmm. would be Alan Rickman. <laughs>
1: okay just the thought but okay let's move on to pre-cap oh yeah so my, my my pre-cap isn't really very exciting I just had an interesting day and now that I've like thought about it it's not really that interesting well
0: tell us t- tell us uh, about the footnotes of I mean, it because yeah my day had probably zero things interesting well because like I don't know so what I can you gotta give it something
1: I don't know what I can reveal and not reveal like what if my employer listens to this Mm you know? So let's put it in these terms. Yeah. You had a good career day. I had a good career day. Let's that just say mean anything. Yeah, let's just say I have at least an interview with the company I work for. There we go. And potentially another interview in the in the building that my company works in. Yeah. And that could be the same interview. It yeah. It could not be the same interview. He could be
0: working for the building.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can be a doorman. I, I would love that. Man, there is security. There's security. Yeah. So, I think that's safe to say, right? Yeah. Well, I'm happy you had a good career day. I had day. a good career day. I had my own weird ghost experience, you know, blast from the past. G-chat. Ah. Not going to name check them, but it was pretty funny. I'm like in the train, ah. you know, like people in the train, right? And uh get this G-chat message, you get the little, like the little bloop. And I'm like, this is only one of two people. And it was not one of those two people. And I I read it, and I was like, okay, nope. And then I threw my phone on the ground, and I was like, never responding to you again. One could say this was an unpleasant ghost experience. I
0: mean, like, I was fine. Like, it was, like, if Alan Rickman g-chatted you. Oh, yeah. That would have been amazing. Well, it would have been really weird. Would you say that this ghost that contacted you was, like, the opposite of an Alan Rickman? Yeah, I would say
1: say this person, who may or may not be... uh, I almost said person again uh, <laughs> Definitely a real person um, Is is probably the opposite of Alan Rickman If I gotcha. saw them in something I'd be like really?
0: Can we also Tim go... Allen
1: Let's just say it was Tim Allen
0: Hey Tim Allen did some good things once He was also
1: going. turned in a bunch of his like fellow comedians For doing drugs when he got caught In like what? the 80s
0: I was not saying like the blacklist
1: 50s that sounds No a... in, like the 80s Like he got caught doing drugs and so he turned a bunch of his friends in That's oh. how he like had a career Oh. that one. question. Anyway, um, um, so that's our precap Can we? Can we? Before
0: we leave the precap can we say yeah. that this ghost you met? <laughs> you, this not met. Contacted <laughs> you. This ghost that contacted this ghost you. This ghost I met on the train today. What I, are the odds that this ghost even knew who Ghost Sir Alan Rickman was? I mean, very
1: probably. Dep- <laughs> she definitely saw the Harry Potters.
0: But new actors and
1: new... Yeah, I would say, say she probably knew who Alan Rickman was. Mm. No, I would say... Uh-huh. <laughs> we're done. That's it. That's all we right. had for the podcast. That's, that's all we have for pre-cap. Um, so I thought that was a good pre uh, Thank you for for that. See, yeah, I had nothing. That was fun. Um, so now that we're out of the pre-cap and in the recap, so last time we talked about um, kind of the... Really kind of... Extending the portrait of a town, and now we're gonna go a little. We're gonna go a little smaller, right? Yeah. So, uh, so we mentioned last time that there's a bit of like a, kind of like an oligarchy, of bread and breakfasts. Ha <laughs> ha. Yep. So as we were. <laughs> yes. So as
0: we were going into, what is the culture of Vermont? Slash, what can we. Well, what is the culture we're, of the ver- Vermont that we're imagining? Yeah. We don't actually how, know how what much the culture can of Vermont is. much we indulge in, in yeah. ourselves to make this the Vermont we want? Right. So we created, well, we exaggerated mm-hmm. the uh, the thriving business slash one of the few businesses at all, the bed and breakfasts.
1: Bread and I think I think it's bed and breakfasts. I don't think we're allowed to say is. Uh, it might take away from our, our, our blazer-wearing, we have to say, bed and breakfast Let's is... cut
0: that out that I even did that Nope.
1: We're... B&Bs. No. B&Bs? I can't edit anymore. I broke the thing.
0: B&Bs. Alright, fine. <laughs> B&Bs. So B&Bs are, are the lifeblood that runs this sweet Vermont town, and when we were in, in our revelation state in our in the book of revelations. When when we had our major breakthrough. We came with we came out with the idea that well <laughs> I came up with with an inspiration from something else that Nick and I watch and he proved the idea as it not being batshit crazy. But I wanted what I wanted the it bet- the B and Bs to be about was <laughs> so hard to similar try. to the power struggles of the... of the royal families? Not royal families. Of the great houses. The great houses of Game of Thrones. You know. So, what we're talking here is legacies at stake, control over, you know, a lot of people beneath them, mm-hmm. which goes into the influence of those people in charge of the B&Bs and, um, in the listers. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there is a certain attachment to the local government, but otherwise, there's also just power in the success and power in the lineage. So oh, yeah. It's, it's very important yeah. to them. You can't you know. pass it down to, to the stupid son, even if it's, you know, your elder son. You gotta make sure those... You gotta make sure that the
1: competition is tight every year. Yeah. Um... Having said that, that's when you like send your like you have a, like a weird dumb kid. You send them off. You send them off to the wall. So like Sam Tarley, yeah, shouldn't rule wherever the, the the f they're from. Yeah, um, we'll call it Tarley Town. Uh, totally. So they send him off to the wall because he's like he's he can't do anything. And they let his younger brother. I think his name is Dickon. Dick on. Yeah. Dick yeah. on Tarley. He's the one who rules. um... Thought I was gonna get it, but I'm not. I'm not going to. So yeah. So anyway, yeah. It's,
0: it's the off season for Game of Thrones. <laughs> we There is no off season. <laughs> so, with that in mind, we came up with Steve Carell, our main character, the planned protagonist of the story. We created his backstory that goes into connection with uh, the the piece of the play. Piece of the play. The piece of the script that we introduced to you in episode two, where he has a heated exchange with the deputy sheriff,
1: Horn Hill. Horn Hill is what the Charlie's the from. Yeah.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. So deputy sheriff has obviously some kind of feud with him. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't really give up much in that scene. But now we know the backstory. Yeah. We we had some ideas before, but now we know. In one fateful day mm. how the career I mean how the life of Steve Carell is shaped, how the town is forever shaken, and how the people around him are influenced to the current day. Yeah. It all
1: happens on one day. So the perception of Steve Carell was really, um really solidified, constructed on this day. Yeah.
0: And it's an inf- and I would say the inspirations for this backstory are as we said, Game of Thrones. The movie It's a Wonderful Life. And Hoosiers. And Hoosiers. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the movie
1: Nebraska. Have you ever seen Nebraska? Is that the one with... um, Will Forte? Yeah. I was going to say dude with... Have you seen Will Forte? No. So he shaved... So he had like the long hair and the beard from the show. Mm -hmm. He shaved one entire half of his head. So like bald on the left side, clean shaven on the left side, on the right side, full crazy beard, full long hair. And he went to like a... Um, some sort of award ceremony like this. He might be. Will Forte. Yeah, he might be very, 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 very funny.
0: I don't know if Last Man Standing is the right uh, movie for you to maintain your sanity. Last show. But yeah.
1: <laughs> um, no, I think Thirty Rock was like the perfect. <laughs> like that's the character. That's who he is. Probably. He yeah. just wants to be Jenna Maroney.
0: Oh, so I shouldn't have been brought up in Nebraska because I've never seen it. <laughs> So I'm glad you came up with something. It's kind of like that. Nebraska,
1: you know, because you've seen it.
0: I was hoping you say yes, and be like, yeah, so you know, and then just move on from there. No,
1: so it's like the anti-Hoosiers. Oh, so we just sort of... Well, sort of like, um, in Hoosiers, they, they win, right? Yes. Yeah, but yes, in... So, so, let's set it up. Okay. So...
0: When we meet Steve Carell, or this takes place in present time, Steve Carell is a character in, let's say, his 40s? Yeah. His 40s. There will be a scene or there will be a a backstory that sets you up to understand that when Steve Carell was a teenager, possibly junior, senior in high school. Should we call him Stevie Carell? Yep, to give the sense that he's younger. Yep. So in so clarifying, when we talk about this backstory, he'll be known as Stevie Carell. Stevie Carell. So Stevie Carell, in this in mm-hmm. lineage with Hoosiers, is the local. Oh, what was the name of the sharpshooter on Hoosiers? He was like Billy Billy Gitlin, right? <laughs> I don't. is it Charlie? It's Jimmy
1: something. Jimmy. Um... I think we need to find oh, it. All right, Alpha, okay. You, uh... You stall. Oh, it's Horn Hill. No, that's, that's still Game of Thrones. Sorry. Right. Jimmy Chitwood, right? Jimmy Chitwood. Yeah. Oh, I didn't have to Google it. Damn, nice. Mm. Stevie Carell is the Jimmy
0: Chitwood... Yeah. ...of this Vermont town. Mm-hmm. Like, th- these are... Th- the basketball team, or like any local sports on the high school, no one comes out of this town and becomes a star. Right. But... When someone is particularly good, it's a big deal for this town. A huge People deal. rally. Yeah, it becomes a very big phenomenon. So he was the Jimmy Chitwood. They make big noise. They have a they have a dream season. They take it all the way to the championship or not? I don't know. Yeah,
1: I, I would say it should be championship. The
0: championship game. Okay. And his success, also in connecting to "It's a Wonderful Life." he's seeing his opportunities as he's getting out of the town. Mm-hmm. You know, he realizes there's a whole new world to see. He's always wanted to see the world. He does not want to stay in Syrup the rest of his life. Oh yeah,
1: he's a big he's a big fish in a in a small in a small Syrup pond. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Small Syrup
1: beautiful. <laughs> so you
0: can so you can also tell that He's gonna use this as the uh, as the jump off point to bigger things outside the town. Yeah, we're talking. Now. We're
1: talking college. Yeah, we're talking illegal kickbacks that the NCA shouldn't know about. Yeah, uh, we're talking shoe deals. We're talking a car that it's
0: under whose name?
1: Oh yeah, can't trace it to anyone. Yeah, yeah.
0: Friend of the friend of the program. Friend of the program. Yeah, yeah. a booster. Ah, uh, let's watch Blue Chips again. Yeah. So, in contrast to. The opportunities he sees for himself, you also get introduced to the power struggle of the B&Bs in town. Oh, yeah. Where his father, we'll call him Howard Carell. Yeah, I think we did decide on Howard. His, I don't know, what, what Game of Thrones family would he be closest to? That he's he's the Stark? Uh... Well, not to like make it as... Like Close a as direct, yeah. But Stark in which I would say, he owns a big piece of yeah, but I would say like if if we're gonna
1: if we're gonna make him this sort of exacting character that like wants a lot from his son and like maybe they have a, a tough relationship, it'd be Tywin Lannister. Mm maybe not quite so like cruel, but you know, the dynamic between father and son, some friction. True.
0: And we can Alright, so let's use it in the terms of Tywin was one of the biggest influences in the world. Like yeah. he, he, he ruled without ruling. He had, he had his hand in everything. He was, he was one of the more brilliant, like, uh, apparently he's pretty good political at people, yeah. too. Howard Carell, yeah, was, he was the reason that the Carell Empire of B and B's were successful, and they were number one his entire life. Mm-hmm. They were the family to beat. At the during this yeah. entire life, and maybe
1: not quite so like you know um, evil or uh, you know, uh, murdery. No, no. As the let's
0: say let's say right now the Crowe family—they're very nice mm-hmm. people.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: They were success. They they were the Chitwoods. They were, they were okay. They were likable. Yeah. Um, having said that, in this game, in this championship game, this game of beds, where. <laughs> Where a lot of fates will be determined, Gobe, if you will. <laughs> there it comes down as it always does to the final shot. Mm-hmm. The shot is going to Jimmy oh. slash oh, yeah. Stevie. Stevie, and let's not say he 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 panics or he like badly misses the shot. Let's just say it doesn't fall for him. All the great ones miss the shot. Sure, I mean you know happens. like maybe he takes maybe he's very well defended. He 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 takes a really hard shot. Maybe there's and it a fall
1: maybe him. he has a player wide open. Well, he takes the shot. Maybe that player is, is, is a certain, is a uh, certain lanky,
0: mustachioed uh, yeah
1: soon to be sheriff. Yes, yeah, soon to be fat. Well, not sheriff, but uh, deputy. Deputy. Deputy sheriff. Yeah. Let's be clear. Not Bill Murray. No. At This point, Bill Murray is the sheriff of the towns. This yeah. early on. Yeah. Because he's yeah. been the sheriff forever.
0: And we'll probably have a quick cut to where he's just. He looks exactly the same.
1: Oh, that'd be, yeah! I was gonna say and he looks he, like he did
0: in like Ghostbusters, but it'd be funnier if he was just still old. And he's still insanely indifferent about everything that's happening. Yeah, to him. definitely to having him a hot
1: dog, dogs. maybe talking to a lady at the game. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah, sort of. Mm-hmm. So
0: in this scene, he takes a shot. He misses. Yeah. This team loses. And the t- the everyone is stunned and heartbroken. But what you miss is in the buildup of that, oh where Stevie Carell is, you know, keeping them in the game. He's getting yeah. shot after shot. It's going down to the wire. We're talking
1: like T Mac,
0: yeah, rockets,
1: like the, the thirteen points in eight seconds. Exactly, eight points in thirteen seconds.
0: The audience, uh, the crowd is going crazy. Everyone's up on their feet. Yeah, like it's at to the maximum of intensity. Everyone's just like, oh my god, he's hit a shot. Howard Carell gets a heart attack
1: yeah
0: his heart can't take the shot. It's
1: not about him. It's not about his son missing the shot right It's not you know it's it it isn't in reality it's it's not his fault it's not however, it's very badly timed It's very badly timed, and it doesn't really help the perception of of Stevie Carell yeah you know maybe so, s- kids are mean kids say kids say the the, the darndest, darndest things, things one would say, but they also say like the meanest fucking yeah. things, and then
0: they also say the truth about Bill Cosby, but no one listens. Wait, did that happen? I don't know, but he was the host of Kids Say the Darnest Things. I know, but right. like,
1: it was one of the kids were like, you're
0: probably a rapist.
1: It's like, whoa, oh, 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 pudding. That must have happened. Yeah, so. I mean, maybe. I mean, they do say the darnest things. Yeah. Pokey no. with pokey in and the man. And... <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's enough of that. So,
0: so... We gotta, this this we is the cut b- that out. Yeah, this, <laughs> oh, no, well, there'll be other better things yeah, to cut that out. out. Yeah. So Steve Carell, Stevie Carell misses the shot. Yep. The town is heartbroken. It's literally, his, his dad is very heartbroken. Yeah, his dad's heart broke. He is dead. Were you about to make?
1: Did I like step all over that? No, no. Okay.
0: I actually did not plan that at all. all right. Nor notice I did. Because you sort of lobbed it,
1: and I'm like, I'm not sure if he's gonna dunk it, but I'm gonna no, dunk just,
0: it. Oop it. Okay.
1: Oop it. Ooped. So his dad is dead (laughs) super dead
0: he has certain amount of guilt about that furthermore the moment everyone comes home oh what's that suddenly Ned Stark is dead or Tywin Lannister is dead yeah we'll
1: call him Ned Lannister Tywin Stark
0: oh like um, a titan has fallen yeah oh who wants that power now oh it's
1: a a vacuum Mm -hmm. that's what
0: happens so Stevie Crow now has to make a choice because his younger brother, which we haven't really planned much, is not ready to take over the family business. No, he can't leave now. Oh no! I mean, he can't just leave that with his mom. His mom is not is not the
1: business person to no. take over. She's the she's, she's the sweet. She's the face, maybe yeah. like you know, like the person people see. Yeah. Um. But definitely not the, not the. Um... God, there's a word I'm looking for business good mm. that's that's the word I'm looking for you know she's not the business good
0: yeah so there so there lies the challenge where he has to stay yeah it's a wonderful life he has to stay he has to take care of the the people that need him he can't let it go to the wrong hands and just like that
1: his fate is shaped yeah so he's really he's just he's kind of stuck
0: yeah Having said that, his life in Vermont is lonely for that because he never got to do what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. His brother, in some way, does never never comes home to take over either. Yeah, he's he's sort of, he sort
1: of, you know, he, he seizes the opportunity to mm-hmm. to you know he doesn't have to stay for the business. Um, but I think it I think it isolates Carell, interestingly because uh, he had the opportunity to leave. Uh, his peers maybe didn't. Maybe they were all reserved. Like mm-hmm. this is my life. I'm gonna live in this town. Yeah. Um, also, maybe more the reason why that was such a big moment for them. Yeah. So
0: when he couldn't make it for all of them.
1: Yeah. There's mixed feelings about that. Sure. It? And so since he had that experience, since like he had that like chance, everyone really liked him. I think people probably resent him for that. Yeah. Even though he did stay, I feel like emotionally, for everyone else, it was like he sort of didn't stay. Mm-hmm. It was like he kind of had that chance and. And they never really had that. Yeah. So they still resent him. Um, you know, even though he's essentially in the same sort of boat yeah. as everybody else. And
0: when he stays, he does have the gift of business that his father had, mm-hmm. and he um, he's he's a good heir to the B&B throne. He actually keeps the family business in first. He runs a good ship. He can't. He keeps his enemies at bay. But as Nick, you were saying before. He certainly has mm-hmm. enemies from people that didn't have the same opportunities he once upon a time had. Yeah. He has financial enemies who are also partially political enemies. Mm-hmm. So it's a mixed bag. Steve Carell is a... He's in a play similar characters to we know him. He's a very like mild-mannered... Everyone likes him and wants to like him. But in this town where people know each other too well and there's only so many things that people thrive... To, to achieve
1: there's reasons to, to to go against Carell yeah he's, he's still kind of isolated yep. uh, if you'll if you'll let me go and take this metaphor a little further um, if his dad was a little Tywin Lannister mm-hmm. then Steve Carell would be a little Tyrion Lannister yeah. <laughs> still has the same acumen as his father um, yeah. but really not maybe given the same credit maybe not respected as much I would um, say
0: but he does get the credit because he does get Casterly Rock and he does run
1: it I mean we don't know if Tyrion's gonna get Casterly Rock that's true who knows I mean shit can happen there's still two whole books that I'll never get (laughs) yeah there's still two whole books that may not ever come out so that is the story
0: we create for Corel I believe it creates a good amount of dimension in setting him up on how we meet him and what begins the plot of Were-Man um, I, we don't know when or where we're gonna introduce all that backstory mm-hmm. maybe we'll break it into flashbacks whatever works or maybe we'll have one big scene
1: who that shows the, it all who is the basketball player that we said we were gonna cast um it was um Roger Mason Roger it was the Mason, the Mason Jars jar, yeah. the Mason jars. so Roger Mason will definitely be in that scene yep. I, so um as we were describing it I was sort of thinking like how we could show it and I thought it'd be really interesting let's say like we start the movie with this mm-hmm. um and we start it as if it were like a, like a broadcast. So like like a local TV broadcast mm-hmm. of like a local high school basketball game. Low quality. You know, the announcers are, the, you know, the announcers. And um, so we start off the movie this way. There's like the score on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're like doing the thing. We're like, uh, Carell's on fire. Stevie Carell's on fire. And they're like, here we go. Like five seconds left. Carell dribbles the ball up. He's double teamed. He's double-teamed. He's got a teammate open. He shoots. And, like, airball. And then, like, the buzzer goes off, and we see, like, the other team celebrating, uh, you know, we see the aftermath with his, with his dad, but it's all sort of, like, on this broadcast. Yeah. And then, like, you know, we don't have to do this, but, like, um, you know, sort of, like, fades out, and then we sort of see, like, you know, the ramifications of it in, like, a, like a normal movie setting. Yeah. But, you know, could, could, like, spice things up. And Roger Mason's there. And I feel like, I feel like no one should have their name on the back of their jersey except for Roger Mason. I like we have it. to like really make it clear like it. as as much as we can because like no one's gonna know no one who listens to this podcast aside from like two people are like oh I know who Roger Mason is
0: yeah uh, yeah yeah um, and
1: we're the two people because we listen to this
0: podcast I also would like not not to push it too far but him holding a Mason jar <laughs> in the game <laughs> he Stevie Curll would be in his teens if he's in his forties in the current day yeah. He'd be in his teens in the 80s, at some point in the Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. This one's about right. Um, I want, like, the people they're against. So, you know, I want them to look like they're in the 80s, mm-hmm. but them to look like they're in the Hoosiers' 50s. Oh, yeah. like So, like, super high shorts? Yeah, and just, like, their jerseys look older. Like, they have belts still. Yeah.
1: They're just wearing Converse. Yeah, just, Gene Hackman is the coach. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, as, as, many, um, as many parallels as we can. Yeah. Yeah. So I just... And, like,
0: the other team, as the 80s already would reflect, has a very diverse group of, of players, different minorities. Well, you're saying, certain keep in mind, heights. this is
1: the Vermont...
0: Exactly. And then the Vermont is just tiny white guys. Yeah. Just the whole team. Oh, this is, like, but, maybe, but like in a But in their regional. triumphant comeback, like, they're doing the craziest moves. And we'll have, um...
1: Oh, he, he should windmill dunk. Yeah, and we'll have, yeah. like,
0: stunt double people like Zach
1: Levine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Zach Levine, Zach I, I think
1: it's Levine. He didn't, doing... go to, he didn't go to one year of college, so you yeah. can call him Zach Levine.
0: I mean, there's a Levine. There's a famous Levine somewhere. I don't think that's true. All right. So. Slam dunk champion. So we t- can have Ross. some fun with with the game. Yeah. I mean, even if it's, like, split second stuff, but that'd be, be good stuff okay. and I like the radio broadcast idea who was the famous broadcaster for Is um, it NBC Sports um, that he was like friends with Ali and
1: oh I was gonna say Bob Costas that's definitely not that's definitely not <laughs> it the, the
0: guy before Costas um, oh Howard Cassell yeah yeah I don't know why he would be there but if I'm, we can get a cameo of Howard Cassell I
1: think he's dead he's very dead I think he's yeah, also dead he's, um, very old. Yeah, I mean, we could sort of. This is like a very specific conversation about who we're going to get to broadcast the thirty-second clip. Yeah, um, Mark Mark Jackson's not busy, so slam dunk ch- champion, <laughs> slam dunk <laughs> champion Terrence Ross. <laughs> oh, Terrence. Anyway, so yeah. we we spent too much time on the basketball thing. So mm-hmm. going back to. Um, to the situation uh, today, right? Yeah. Um, so Back in in present day, in present the, day, the present the day, real Vermont. Yeah. Um, Carell is is uh, he's successful in taking over his, his family's business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he sort of didn't have a choice, so he feels stuck. His his brother is kind of off doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we may see him, we may not, but he's like a presence in the film. Yeah. Because uh, he's like an emotional influence on Carell. Um, and at this point, it's just it's it's Carell and his mom. Yeah. Um, his mom, Betty, Ca- Betty Carell.
0: Betty Carell. Yeah. Betty Carell. Yeah. Um, we haven't worked too much into the dimensions of the mom other than knowing that she's not the, the business brain. Right, but, but she's, but a, she's loving, a huge part mom. of the culture
1: yeah. of the place, and maybe that's why the accoutrement. Yeah. I don't actually know what that word means. I feel like it was relevant. Yeah. Yeah, it felt good. She
0: is. She is the the lifeblood that is. um why people want to come back yeah uh, other than you know uh, amazing service and, and other things mm-hmm. but yeah there is a certain love that she brings to the experience Ooh, that's, their, uh,
1: that's a good word that could be foreshadowing huh. could be foreshadowing maybe maybe we don't know yet maybe um we <laughs> but uh but carell um in being successful in being in this place uh, has to deal with his so. We, I think we've determined there's going to be five, um, five major bed and breakfasts in this town. So he's mm-hmm. to deal with the other four, and I think the other four are a little more um, connected than he is, which is why it's kind of like an oligarchy. Mm-hmm. They're involved in the government. Um, you know, maybe a few of them are are selectmen, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously members of the police force may have it out for Steve Carell just a little bit. Just mm-hmm. kind of a, a, a long grudge they've yeah. held there's just um jerst <laughs> there's uh
0: subtle levels of n- not subtle but undertones of animosity oh sure I could say yeah and and again when the events of the wereman begin to, mm. begin to take place that's of course all gonna be catalysts for when shit hits the fan oh yeah it's just gonna it's journey. gonna go cause, on. it's cause it's been there yeah but
1: yeah it's gonna go up like uh, like the Joker lighting a pile of money on fire with yep. gasoline. Gonna go up just like that. Everything burns. Everything burns. Vermont
0: needs a, a better villain. Is that uh,
1: after, <laughs> ever, ever, the Um But while we're, while we're talking about the present, um, we're gonna we're gonna see kind of like the day to day or weekend to weekend interactions of of Carell's bed and breakfast. Right. Um, the, uh, the people that stay there. Uh, it's going to form a pattern. And I think we should we should maybe repeat that a couple times. Mm-hmm. Where like one weekend, you know, it's the same couples. Uh, you mentioned foreign travelers. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps they're from different countries, but they still hold like the same, they ask the same questions. Yep. They have the same problems. My outlet doesn't work here. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know what that yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. The, the tea here is obviously not as good <laughs> as it is in London, yep. M- Mumbai, and yeah. St. Um, Petersburg.
0: I would even say, that that even sounds a little more interesting. But the same old like, oh, the weather here has been great.
1: Oh, uh, definitely the conversations are going Conversation to be the with same. The weather, yeah. Conversations about, um,
0: about like what the kids are doing, or you know, it's just oh, like
1: yeah, Um this yeah the same like, oh, you know, once school starts, it's hard for us to get a weekend to ourselves, yeah. and we just we see that. Like Carell, Carell kind of not relate to any of yeah, it. Yeah, and he's just yeah. being hit over the head with it. It's kind of like a like a like a tide. Yeah. So it's like just a wave after wave of just like inane things that are, are like he's he's really adept at having these conversations, but mm-hmm. just um, essentially just meaningless to him. Yeah. It's just yeah. And I'd say we can even have a split second
0: of showing like uh like the the high points of Carell's uh career It's like there are. Maybe the the few people that uh that do tell tales of like of new adventures and cool things that aren't mm-hmm. everyday routine. And he, he really like he, he's still very into it. Yeah. But then it also goes back to the point that he didn't get to do that. Yeah, He still So he was, he'll enjoy he still it and then also be alone in the bed and breakfast I and mean, when he says goodbye to them, it's like it,
1: it's it's especially lonely, you know. He's oh, just yeah. like, Oh, they're going on their next adventure. Mm-hmm. And I'm here And he's still here. So that's that's an interesting point that you brought up um, when they leave, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see kind of over and over again, kind of the same cycle, um, until until um, you know someone comes along, maybe two people who come along who sort of break that cycle. Yep. Uh, and this is where we we might be introduced to Gertrude and Kid. And the kid, yeah. Um. So. What we
0: know about Gertrude and what you know from what we've briefly discussed and included in that scene from episode two mm-hmm. is that eventually Gertrude goes missing Right. But and that Carell has some tie with her. What we are saying now and what we're setting up with all this bed and breakfast is she comes to Vermont. We don't know much about her. But she needs to have an extended stay.
1: Yeah, at the bed and breakfast. She uh, she checks in and she says she'll be here for a couple days, Mm-hmm. which usually means, you know, like whatever Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they're gone. Corell's lonely, and mm-hmm. he, he does his, he repeats the cycle again. Yeah. Um. But this time, she's she's staying. She's she came with her kid. Yeah.
0: And she came alone. She's right, not there's with. No, yeah. She's there's, no no significant other. there's no
1: Mr. Gertrude. So, Mr. Manager Gertrude.
0: So breaking from this routine, there is a whole different um, availability for him to get to know her. Yeah, one would say, and just like that, I'm not going to say like love sparks or anything, but a relationship, a friendship, absolutely bonds quickly. Yeah, and you get to, and I don't know how we'll do it, but before we know it. She stays a few days, and you get to see them two doing the things he used to not be able to do. Yeah, or do alone. Yeah, do alone exactly. Yeah. Do alone, and now he's one of the uh, the happy syrupers. Right. So,
1: yeah, he's uh,
0: he's joined that club finally. So you know? like
1: he he goes to syrup. He's he goes to pay because you have to pay before you syrup, of course. Um, and the guy <laughs> the guy recognizes him, and he's like syrup for one, and it's. <laughs> Table for one, yeah. Uh, syrup for one, and he's like, "Not this time." And like, Gertrude gets out of the car, or something like that. She's like, "And uh, like, you know, maybe oh, the kid's there. Maybe the kid's S- not there." Steve Crow, I got your your regular half bucket for you. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, I'm going whole bucket.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm bucket going for two bucket for two. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it really kind of time we can we can uh, differentiate between his life before and his life maybe not after but like with mm-hmm. Gertrude there like the conversations they can have that aren't you know weather um, syruping tea mm-hmm. uh, leaves you know outside of those four things they can actually talk about something yeah you know um, Carell gets to uh,
0: gets gets a whole new form to express himself yeah And his life yeah and we don't know exactly what it is that Brings Gertrude to be attracted to Carell. Well,
1: we might have an idea. We do, but um, you, as I as I gesture to the the computer audience, don't know yet. Don't know yet. Yeah. Maybe we're not sure, but
0: more to come. But we do know that Gertrude does genuinely connect with mm-hmm. with uh, Steve for different reasons. Yeah. And Steve Carell has. The beginning of a uh, of a new happier life. This this could
1: be this could be a, a difference maker,
0: which, as you know, in horror
1: movies, is the way things always start. Which yeah, which is just like it's everything's everything's coming up, Stevie. Yep. Um, he, he finally got uh, one one little
0: bit for himself.
1: Yeah. You know? And uh, and as we've mentioned before, uh, you know that that sort of gets taken away. mm Hmm and when we sort of revert back to the same process where everyone's kind of against him suspects uh, him yeah. um,
0: it gets taken away and then he doesn't even get to process it because that's when everything starts to turn yeah certain people make their power moves um, the strange events begin happening around him Yep. which affects everyone and just like that
1: this Vermont town is in for a wild roller coaster. Gets flipped turned upside down as I believe Will Smith would. There we go. I was gonna go further into the song and I'm like, for some reason, Prince. I couldn't think of the, the rest of it. Um, yeah. Um, so is that it? Is that all we wanted to divulge? I mean, we can go a little further.
0: Well, we have we have what we know connects Gertrude to why she's there, yeah, but I think we need to work on a little more of it only because as as important as we've made the kid to this movie, mm-hmm. we don't know much about the oh kid. so
1: that's true, and then I think if we I think if we go and start talking about why she's there, it sort of brings up like a whole nother slew of conversations, yeah, so this might actually we might be it this might be I think this is it, I think we gave you guys a lot of uh backstory
0: to chew on a lot of detail yeah um, hopefully
1: maybe, maybe some of it
0: unnecessary hopefully we'll we'll be able to cut it keep, keep it uh,
1: yeah I definitely think we'll be able to chop off all the fat off the steak we can definitely make it a lean steak yeah. but I think the fact that we, we, we have so steak. much to say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a steak at all yeah. um, is, it, is a good indicator that you know, I think we're in a, a strong stronger place with uh, the core of the story than we were you know a few weeks ago 2015 October 2014 in the car <laughs> yeah. yeah um
0: I am super super psyched to have to have this all I said this in the last podcast fleshed out
1: yeah because it, it really sets us up to to take this a lot further yeah
0: it's like um in instead of starting from scratch now we've created a prompt for ourselves
1: yeah no, that's, we're, that's a good. ready to go. It's a good, uh, good analogy to your yeah. first night at at the writing course. Yeah, I am now
0: a uh, taking co- a course or two at an adult, uh, adult education center. Yeah. So that was it's, an interesting case tonight. This but, is a post cap.
1: Uh, yeah. So I got the I got the pre cap. You got post-cap. the post cap.
0: Oh, the one thing we missed earlier, um, not about the pre cap. But I think this is a good way to end the podcast. We had he's, one more idea. He said the bas- that with
1: very suggestive eyes.
0: We had one more idea for the basketball game: the role of syruping.
1: Oh, that's right. So, uh, so to go back to the basketball game
0: and our love for the movie Hoosiers. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, uh, Calvin had the idea of of a, of a player or all the players or somebody um, to get a, get a good swig. Of uh, of syrup during the middle of the game, and we, we think it's gonna be the coach. You know, normally you see like a coach with a flask. He's like, "Oh, these damn kids!
0: Yeah, I can't
1: take the stress." And he like he's drinking during the game, but instead he's just gonna pull out like a, a maple leaf. Yeah, uh, glass shake, container. Glass bottle, yeah. and just chug <laughs> syrup, and that's like that's how he, that's how he deals with it. Yeah. So
0: we're not gonna take it over over the top. Although that's always where my brain goes. Yeah. But we do want to. Poke is much fun. Yeah, it's, still a,
1: it's still a comedy. Yeah. We want to make. A, or so we say.
0: We want to uh, exercise the, the limits. The reason I'm even bringing this up mm-hmm. Angie Tribeca, that show that Steve Carell and his wife made.
1: It, this is literally the first I've heard of it.
0: Really? It was on yeah. TBS. So it was a 24 hour or 25 hour. Premiere where like it just took over TBS Sunday and they just played the entire show. Wait, really? Yeah When was this? This last Sunday.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. I was busy on Sunday
0: You didn't miss much. Love you Steve Carell.
1: Boy. Love, it's not how we're gonna get him.
0: Yeah um, This is not critical of you in any way, but I'm a huge fan of over-the-top humor or just like very random things happening but the show really needs to rein it in.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's mm. like
0: it's where I, I understand where you were going. Like that's exactly how my brain functions. Like, alright, how ridiculous can this scene get? Like, I, I know you're spoofing everything. Mm-hmm. It's was on good humor and good fun. But yeah, it just It needed just a little uh a little, a little more control a little,
1: little fat cutting if you didn't yeah. yeah
0: if you go over the top in every scene it just it loses the uh, it loses the momentum of it if you just keep seeing co- seeing it coming or just be like what mm-hmm. it it goes to like the realm of family guy you
1: know oh he's, yeah you sort of just like it's too many cuts you yeah. just sort of like lose the thread of the yeah Yeah.
0: even the really funny stuff just it it's not the same okay it was like okay Good. I'm glad after 20 ridiculous shit, shit jokes, mm-hmm. you got to that one. Good for you. Yeah. So, Crow, but it's, it's
1: better than Mulaney.
0: That's, that's very easy to do. Yeah. But so yeah, Mulaney's yeah, the baseline.
1: On a scale of Mulaney yeah. to... For a season of True Detective,
0: we also want to say that we love you, John Mullaney. Oh, yeah. We dude. know that that show was uh, a very, very small setback in your you You career tried. That we, you, that we give full support to. Yeah, you tried. But yeah, Angie Tribeca, Mulaney, just nah. Okay. Yeah. But Crow, we love you. Please be in our
1: movie. Yeah um okay so that's i think it's it for yes for... It.
0: we might even have to cut out that old angie Tribeca thing because yeah i'm pretty sure that goes against crow wanting to be interested
1: yeah maybe. we love angie Tribeca. oh you mean that show that took over tbs this past sunday that i definitely watched yeah it was
0: incredible it was sure a real tv show
1: all right let's cut that out too okay I, I can't lie um, to Fans, so quiet so that's it for for pod four. I almost said pod three, but I yeah. forgot that we did pod this three. This is the
0: already. first. This was the first month that I think we did too.
1: We did too. Yeah, I mean like uh back to back. <laughs> hey, it's like that Drake song, Energy. <laughs> um, Nick, when's the
0: next time uh, you'll be available for our next brainstorming session?
1: Uh, so I think, uh, I think next week will be good. Um, you know, if we don't do a podcast. In between, we definitely have a special one planned for the first weekend in March. We're we've talking. been we've been promising special guests, yeah, for From literally ever. On, yeah. uh, but this time, we think we have three people. Three, well, two really solid guests and a third semi-solid guest. We'll let you parse out who, who that is Whoa. when the time comes. Yeah.
0: I mean, I remember I talked shit about this semi. Uh...
1: I mean he hasn't He hasn't shown up yet It's true He hasn't been here in ages
0: Yeah um, Ages But we will say that I don't know if we'll have All three on one podcast Maybe we'll split up we into should Two definitely, mega We should, we should definitely have all podcasts. three All three, should, all three should, in one. Yeah it's like a round table Yeah but like When's the next time We're gonna have another guest
1: <laughs> Maybe never uh, So maybe we'll have one in between Pod five might be uh, Might be just us Kind of taking The Gertrude thing A little further yeah uh and and kind of giving you more of the story of her and then more of how um Corel and everyone else will interact mm-hmm. in the actual you know the, so we set up the movie essentially yeah. so we we just have to like get that out
0: yeah, um, and I also need to just start writing
1: more of it uh, we both do yeah I will help as much as I can um you you say it out loud and I'll just type it <laughs> very good words per minute.
0: So we have to do some work for you guys. Yeah. Um,
1: but we'll, we'll have a we'll have a picture up tonight with this. We'll have a multimedia experience. There
0: we go. Yeah. Give them something new.
1: Got to give the people. <laughs> Forget what it. Give them
0: <laughs> um We.
1: What was I going to say? I have no idea.
0: We should have that pod in March. That should be pod number seven. Most pod number.
1: seven. Okay. Well yeah, that's true. Seven? Uh yes, we've got to work cut out for us. To, yeah. to do five and six. Probably like we've five weeks. Yeah. Five weeks.
0: Maybe maybe we'll do more. Who
1: knows? Who knows? Alright, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, this was pod four. Um, you know, give us a, give us a follow on on SoundCloud and the Facebooks. Uh tell your friends, tell your kids, tell your wife.
0: Yeah. Um, hashtag us. Yeah, just make up a Wereman movie? Wereman film? I think
1: wereman film. What we we were haven't going with.
0: even started that ourselves, so if you want to you know, do it, you wanna do it. Yeah, if someone wants
1: it. to step in as a social media director, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. I can't even manage mine. No. No. I have zero following. <laughs> I just have. I, just have, I, have cast, I have zero friends on Facebook. Catfishers? <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, I have weird Stevens. fake sex Instagram people following me. Yeah, yeah. All the time.
0: How do they even find me?
1: Why do they find me?
0: I like cat photos.
1: Yeah, I've shown my penis once on but Instagram. Now, all the all of a sudden. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will catch you in pod five.
0: Pod five. Pod five.